Hey, so thanks for joining me for another episode of Neon Talk, episode 82. 82, so thank you, Erica, for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Paige? I'm good. I'm good. So for those who don't know, Erica is the sponsored uh, artist manager as well as helps with our Neon Black organization, and she's a mother and just like a kick-ass Neon Black fam. Um, so she does a whole lot around in the neon black world. We've had her on before, um, so I'm definitely excited just to have you on again. It's nice getting the neon fam in on these podcasts every once in a while. Yeah, I love being here. Thank you so much for having me, and thanks for everybody that's checking us out. Heck yeah. So what have you been up to during quarantine? Um, not, not getting sick, <laughs> you know, just... Um, kind of working on some artwork, working, you know, working from from location. So I don't get to stay home. I have to actually go to work and come back and everything shut down. Everything's, you know, a mess. But it's been a good growing experience as far as, like, there's a lot of time to work on your, your, your favorites and your hobbies and, you know, get the kids involved in fun things. So it's, it's been interesting. <laughs> I'm sure it's definitely been interesting having the kids home, too. Yeah, it's like they have so much energy to burn out. So you're constantly having to come up with little activities and like little things to help keep them occupied. So it's been a challenge, but it's been a lot of fun. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely spent a lot of time with the family. That's for sure. It's been, it's a long, long summer vacation. <laughs> Extended, like three months extension. So. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So tell me what you've been, uh, what you've been working on in your quarantine time. Um, in my quarantine time, I've been working um, on a couple of projects. I am a video game enthusiast, so I'm always looking for, like, you know, eSports things and then the newest and latest drops. And um, virtual reality is something that I've, like, really kind of gotten into. Um, and there's so many fun different things that I didn't know of. You know, you think of just uh, kind of like that little head piece that you go to when you're at some kind of, um, I don't know, arcade or something like that. But it's so much bigger than that. So there's so many different like esports, virtual reality things going on, and it's just it's it's really really cool. So what exactly have you found specifically that that you've been most interested in? Well, something that I was interested in because you know neon um, uh, neon black org kind of revolves around esports and. You know, from what from what we've seen, kind of, it's been like exclusively fighting games. Um, but one thing that I saw when I was checking out some virtual reality things is there are like virtual reality esports, and so they have you know um, like Beat Saber. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's kind of like a you know hit hit to the beat of the song type thing with like lightsabers, and it gets really crazy, really intense, and then they have shooting ones. So I think you know personally, I've been looking into that because I think it it would be like really great to maybe extend that into the neon org um, family one of these days. But um, just the thought of having something like that virtual reality is something that I think is really really cool. So. It is really cool. So kind of like a like a Guitar Hero, but like virtual reality with different obviously. Integration. Like of- <laughs> 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 so fun times. You're like dodging and weaving and trying not to hit your head while you hit that red block with your red saber. So yeah, all to music. <laughs> That's cool. So have you had a lot of personal experience with virtual reality? Like um, personally not. This is something that I'm actually kind of getting more and more involved into. Excuse me. The first thing that I did with virtual reality is I kind of I did Skyrim, 
Um, and then I kind of checked out a scary one. You have to have Skyrim. So that was that was the thing that got me to try it because I'm a huge Skyrim fan. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, why the hell not? Um, and then I got kind of involved in some other ones. And so it's really, really cool. All the games that they have coming out, you know, they just get better graphics. They're just really realistic. So it kind of takes everything of what you think is virtual reality and kind of puts it into perspective, makes it more youthful like they have the little headsets headsets from home so yeah yeah well i'm sure i mean i've definitely noticed a lot of influx obviously in uh twitching and and online gaming and stuff like that um i've definitely noticed too a lot of people like uh organizations from around the world who run tournaments are now transitioning to try to find a way to integrate like um almost like a virtual reality, not like actual VR, but just kind of like a, a virtually interactive like tournament style. Do you see something like that kind of growing more with quarantine, with things being less, I guess, face-to-face and just more strictly online-based? Absolutely. I think, um, you know, video games kind of viewed as like a coach, couch co-op thing, you know, maybe Call of Duty, people shooting online with their friends, but there's so many different games and so many different opportunities to get everybody involved. They have, like, you know, Animal Crossing New Horizons just came out, and they have a lot of, like, creativity, customization type things. So people are getting on board with sharing their designs and, you know, making things to share with the community and stuff like that. So it gives it gets a whole new platform of um, involved and gets a whole new, bunch of new people involved, artists, creators and things like that so i think um it's definitely amazing they're doing a lot now that they have the time to do a lot they're integrating a lot more opportunities for people to do things that's true that's true so are you a uh, an animal crossing uh fan i am i am, I am. um i kind of started off with with kind of like trying to get my kid involved and i was like this is kind of cute that game is actually hard <laughs> that game is hard <laughs> to the a lot harder than I thought it was. She came up to me and she was like, "Hey, I gotta get these things, and I gotta get, I gotta get thirty of this and thirty of that." So it's not just cutesy; like it kind of pushes you to to work a little harder. So it wasn't something that I expected out of a game, but it's pretty cool what kind of like online elements that they're they're bringing into it. So, so n- knowing how difficult a game like that is, and knowing that you're giving it to your child to play, are you seeing more like adaptations of actual strategies and things that really can challenge a kid's mind versus just seeing video games, you know, as just the regular like Call of Duty, like guns and shooting? <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, I, I was going to tell you uh, with the VR, we got this VR game for um, my daughter and it was just kind of a fun little thing but it kind of dealt with like reflex and kind of puzzles you had to kind of go through a dungeon and install puzzles and you know dodge out of the way before the boulder hits you type thing um and it was fun and it was a game but she had to actually stop and think about hey what do i have that's gonna fix this or what do i have that's gonna open this door and, and things like that so you know, I think there's a lot of opportunities out there for kids, you know, and it looks cute and it looks simple. It looks fun, but, it, you know, it's something that they actually have to stop and think about. So they're challenging themselves and having fun at the same time, which is something all of us could use <laughs> with all of these kids at home. So. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, so I guess just tell me a little bit more about um, what you're thinking in regards of how this esports world is going to be expanding more now that more people have had time 
to put work into, you know, their actual brands of these Twitch profiles. It, it, more specifically, I guess, like, Neon Black Organization. All right. Um, I think that in the esports world, I think that it was just kind of limited to basic standard games. You know, people are thinking maybe, like, you know, Mortal Kombat, or people are thinking something like Smash Brothers but it, or Apex Legends, but it gets, it goes above and beyond for what people are, like, getting into in, in um, quarantine. You know, they're playing, you know, Smite, they're playing Call of Duty, they're, you know, they're integrating things that are not traditionally competitive, um, and like I said, with lightsabers, you know, they're battling each other, you know, um, friends that can't get together and see each other on each other's TV. They can, they're able to stream their games. They're able to connect together. So things like that. I don't think people really thought about those types of things being something that's competitive or something that can be feasible as far as esports. But it very much is though. And now that I'm actually getting on and seeing it and seeing how these things work, it's something that I could really see us being able to like really utilize and grow into in the future. Um, you know, virtual reality and some. So I'm really excited about that. Heck yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I really love this whole virtual reality concept. I definitely I've only put on a headset maybe once in my life <laughs> so far. And it definitely does, like, it, it takes you a minute to relearn your whole depth perception and, like, your equilibrium. It just, it yeah. all gets thrown off. It really does. That was the, the, the most challenging thing on Skyrim. I was like, oh, I was super dizzy. I was like, hold on for a second. Where am I? I was running into stuff. So you have to definitely, definitely get used to it. It takes a lot of skill. <laughs> you have to tell me more about Skyrim and virtual reality. Because Skyrim is literally one of my favorite games of all time. It was one of the first, like, longer RPGs that I played on PC getting into gaming. So, like, I got to know how it's like virtual reality. Tell me a bit. Um... <laughs> thing that shocked me is like when you're walking through these dungeons you know and you're playing on a console like you can kind of hear like the the trickling of water or you can kind of hear like you know footsteps or growls in the distance but when you're in virtual reality it's all kind of like you know surround sound so you're hearing this everywhere looking around like oh my gosh it's something like right behind me because you have the ability to turn around and something's right behind you it just puts a whole new perspective like fighting a dragon up close you know you can run underneath the dragon and look up and it's like right above you, you know? So things like that just make it really, really dope. So, um, you know, in my opinion, the controls weren't as, as, um, as clean as I, as I thought they were going to be. But I, I think that with the development of more games and stuff coming out like that, you know, those types of adventure games are going to be like really worth that. Cause it was too exciting to me to be able to like, you know, see that dragon up close and like hear those monsters behind me and turn around and around. Oh, there. Oh. <laughs> that does um, sound yeah. like. But fun times. You gotta check it out if you can. Oh no. You froze a little bit. Can you hear me? Your, your face froze. Your, your video froze. Turn your video off and then turn it back on real quick. Did I get you? Can you hear me? Oh. I think I got you back. I got, I got you, you back. I got you. We're good. Did I get you back yet? Can you not hear me? You're good on my end. 
I'm going to go out, go back there, maybe. Aw, she can't hear me. She just wants to be having technical difficulties. This is the lovely time of neon talk. Can I get back? Can you hear me? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I can hear you fine. The the video is like messed up now. Alright, that's fine. Let me just quick, um, let me quick end the call and I'll just call you very back. Okay. Yes, technical difficulties for the win. (laughs) Alright. Can you hear me now? Can you see me now, I should say. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> yes, no, maybe so? Yes, I can hear you now. It seems like it's better now. Okay. Maybe a little delay, but we're better. <laughs> okay, you're all good on my end, so it's just as long as you can at least hear me, I think we're good. Yes, we're good. We're good. We're better now. <laughs> okay. All right. Sweet. No, it's literally not in neon talk without technical difficulties, is it? Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> we're five minutes late. Expect it. Um. <laughs> like, geez. Um. So, since we're back, you know, since I am the sponsored artist manager, I figured that you have some some fun stuff to share about Kikazi. One of our sponsors. Yes. Oh, all right, sweet. I thought we almost lost you there for a second. Um, yes, so that's definitely something I was excited to talk about. Um, you know, normally, as most people know, I do a little bit of neon news in the beginning, but you being neon fam, I wanted to definitely talk about this. So uh, Kid Kaze released his um, a new EP with um, Guapo. I don't know the first half of the name, but um, my bad. Um, it called Ecstasy, and, <laughs> and we are doing a music challenge for any genre, uh, EDM, country, alternative, um, acapella, whatever you want to do, um, uh, with this one song, and uh, the due date, it, well, the official ending date that we have right now is March 18th, May 18th, my dates, this quarantine's got me crazy, um, <laughs> And it's just an opportunity that's really cool for, I think, really any artist who's kind of bored, has some time on their hands and stuff like that. When you first heard about this idea, what were your thoughts? I thought that was amazing. (laughs) I mean, we all have nothing but time, well, most of us, to just kind of, like, hone our talent, you know, Um, because this is an opportunity that I've been using to work a little bit more on my artwork and work a little bit more on things that you know I kind of fell off on. And I see artists all the time that I follow or people that I personally know who are artists or performers who have been really just like, you know, getting it, getting it, you know, dropping beats, dropping records, you know, having all kind of like, you know, live shows going on in their homes. So this is awesome. This is really, really amazing. Oh, yeah. Do you think, like, have you in general, like, personally seen a lot of challenges come out since quarantine? Yeah, definitely. You know, the the, the latest thing that I heard is um, Justin's little sister was talking about TikTok, so Drake and his TikTok songs and all the dances that go along with, with TikTok. <laughs> but besides that, on a more serious note, like, there's been a lot of artists who have been taking the opportunity to... Um, from what I've seen personally that I follow, 
to explore kind of other genres and kind of step outside the box and try other things and maybe incorporate some new flavor or new twist into what they normally do. So it's been really fun, like going down the, going down the live slides and kind of watching, you know, all of these artists go out and do new things and try new things. So this is a really, really great opportunity to kind of get out there and hear everybody's sounds. Like there's a lot of talent and there's a lot of uniqueness um, that we haven't really had a, opportunity to really hear like that this is going to be amazing heck yeah do you think um i mean obviously not just neon black sponsored artists related but in general do you think more artists should kind of be more vulnerable with their music like this and give people opportunities instead of just doing you know someone just taking a song that they like and covering it actually giving people this opportunity this challenge to also have it released on on their platforms as well yeah, to me, that's, you know, per personal opinion is what an artist is about. You know, I want to hear who you are. I want to hear what you like, what you believe in. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your opinions on things. And so I like it a lot more and I have seen it a lot more where people are really taking the time to kind of create their own you know their own image and their own style not necessarily have to cover somebody or put something together because they think it's what people want to hear like you know i want to hear what you think i want to hear what you like so i am really happy about that you know i'm sad that we're going through all these things with the quarantine um but i am happy that people are using this time to kind of self-reflect more and focus on what they want to do focus on what makes them happy kind of following their dreams and kind of seeing that reflected in their uh their songs and their artworks and all that kind of stuff so it's pretty cool hell yeah so so it's such a motivational way to say that so so <laughs> sweet i love it i love it so much um well i guess another thing you know also coming up as well that i'm really excited about that we've been holding off on because of quarantine is this nine-year anniversary drop yes 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 yes, yes. <laughs> super super excited <laughs> It's so crazy that this is like, I mean, obviously I've only been involved with Neon for about two years now, um, and mm -hmm. so I've only seen that, you know, that pattern, but from to hear from people who have seen the Neon Black pattern for the last nine years and just be like, wow, like there's no, there's no drop on our birthday this year. That was, it was crazy to see to hear that feedback. Yeah. It was, it was, but I know um, what we have in store, and I know the, the people that we have behind Neon, Black, you, Vince, everybody, like, all of y'all always make the just the dopest shit, so it's going to be really worth it. Me, personally, I'm freaking psyched. I'm just freaking psyched for everybody to see this, because this was, like, you know, amazing. And it's, like, every year, I'm like, oh, nothing's going to ever top this. This is amazing. And then every year... <laughs> You know, we dropped something more amazing. So, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I think that I came just in time because this is about to be, you know, the shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for sure. You, can, you It's so hard for me to just, like, sit at home because since I have these items from when we did the photo shoot, it's so hard yeah. for me to, like, not take a selfie and post it up. And I'm like, oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> It'd be hard for me, too. <laughs> Especially these photos, That'd too. That'd be really, really hard. We had some amazing models who helped us out for this photo shoot. Shout out to Philip and Ariana and uh, Marissa who came out and and helped us out in Durham. I mean, we even we shot this so last minute right before quarantine became like too quarantined. Yeah, like well, let's do it while we can, guys. <laughs> and then we're like, now nah, we're just gonna wait off and hold off on the photos. 
and I know you I know you you delivered it though you delivered it so it's gonna be really awesome like you guys really I can't wait for you guys to see it I can't wait for you guys to check it out it's it's gonna be amazing it's and it's one of my favorites honestly (laughs) just because I feel about it so (laughs) I mean I know they've already seen a little sneak peek but one thing I've got playing in my back pocket is once um quarantine kind of opens up a little bit more I want to do like um like a second kind of shoot for our our drop because I you know I wasn't able to uh, execute the way that I wanted to. I wanted to go out to like the beach or like the dunes and do it there because of the theme yeah. that we have. And I wanted it to be all sandy and then they closed the beaches. So obviously I wasn't gonna break quarantine, but I'm planning <laughs> maybe once things open up a little bit more to uh, to do kind of like an, an a second anniversary part two, you know. That's going to be awesome. I can see the, just the sand and the glimmering and shining. You know, it's going to be really, really amazing. Oh, yeah. So, that's awesome. I know that whatever you do, you're going to kill it because you always do. So, uh, thank I'm you. just I'm really, really excited. I'm just feeling all excited all over again talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Oh, man. It's coming up May 15th. We're almost there. We're almost there five days after my birthday. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, you know, this is, like, really, really random, um, but I just wanted to spread the message, so I had to go to the doctor for allergies. They've been, like, really, really bad this year, and I know it's not me. Like, it's been worse and worse and worse every year, mm-hmm. um, but I had to go to the hospital, so as a result, you know, I had to take the coronavirus test, and I just kind of wanted everybody to know how serious it was. Like, don't go out unless you have to. Like, I know it's kind of like everybody's like, oh, you know, we're tired of it or you're bored or you're going to start crazy. But seriously, like the test is, it reminds me of a lobotomy. Like they stick this huge Q-tip all the way up your nose, all the way up here, you know, and it's like a waterfall of blood. Just, you know, just be safe, guys, and take it seriously because you'd rather not go through that. Trust me. <laughs> you really, really would rather not. But, you know, we just want everybody to be safe and it's not worth it you know if you don't need to do it so no. well especially you you need to stay safe out there you're the one who's out there working and and doing everything so please stay safe wear a mask wear gloves wash your hands every day <laughs> i literally like i had a old photo shoot i did with someone who was wearing a mask and i posted it with that song in the background this song yes, is- I been, like, on my mind <laughs> for the last like month <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> well, um, do you, I guess, is there anything else you want to mention? Any little fun tidbits or anything you have hiding out on us before uh, we head out for the evening? No tidbits. Just look forward to our drop on May 15th. And look look forward to um, the big and amazing things that Neon Black Org is going to come coming out. Sponsor artists. Um, sponsor artists, make sure you get in on this and like give us something new give us something exciting tell us more about who you are really really you know really rock it because you guys are awesome so like bring out some more of that awesome like i can't wait to hear you and everybody else (laughs) oh well thank you so much you're awesome you kill it everything that you do for neon thank you thank you so much for coming on the podcast again stay safe out there like i said we'll talk soon have a good one hon bye